On today's episode, I spoke with Johan Pavi, who is the CMO at Nude, a fintech startup that helps people save for their first home in the UK. And Johan helped Nude grow their users from zero to 300K in just 12 months. And we talked about a lot of different topics here from marketplace marketing to organic growth strategies and more. So let's dive right into his expertise in this episode. So yeah. let's, let's start off just by kind of setting the foundation for who you are and what you care about. So if you wouldn't mind giving a, a brief little description of what your careers kind of look like as a marketer and what you're doing now, all the steps that kind of led up to what you're building right now. Yeah. I can do. So my name is Johan. Thank you for, for having me, Blake. It's a pleasure. Uh, I um, am currently a CMO at Nude, uh, who's a fintech in the UK for first-time home buyers. Uh, I've been in marketing for about 10 years, uh, mostly in uh, um, the startup tech scene in, in London, in the UK. Um, uh, I've Started as an agency uh, account manager. That's uh, that's how I, I got into to marketing and uh, the early days of Facebook ads. That's that was my entry point into into marketing, so digital marketing. I studied something different in uh, school, so more like engineering type. I had a, a bit of a career change in my mid twenties. Uh, it wasn't fit. I wasn't fit for that uh, that career, so I was more into tech and social media and. Uh, kind of like culture in general, however you want to define it. Uh, and um, from 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 this agency, I worked with doing Facebook ads for many clients in many industries. I stumbled upon a company um, at the time that was uh, uh, on the cusp of becoming very big called Deliveroo. So marketplace, food delivery marketplace in the UK became one of the, um, you know, best example of like, uh, hyper growth startup like unicorn in the uk uh, i think uh, the number is still that there's only been like 17 exited unicorns in the in the uk and basically my career has uh, uh, given me the chance to work uh, at two of them uh, the second one was depop uh, second and fashion marketplace um, so both in both cases apps in both cases marketplaces uh, not necessarily uh, something that I was thinking consciously about doing, but um, uh, it kind of it's how it happened. I just like I just liked the disruptive businesses and disruptive ideas. Um, uh, that's kind of what attracted me to those kind of businesses. But I had a few other roles in between, like in B two B, a bit of like sales marketing uh, type of. Uh, yeah, like B2B type of marketing, which is slightly different, even though it's converging into more B2C now strategies. Um, and then, yeah, more recently, um, uh, working at Nude, who's a fintech um, uh, company in, uh, in the UK. So, yeah, it's kind of me in a nutshell. But before we dive into what you're building right now, I want to look at those two roles, specifically from the marketplace side of things. How do you feel like Building and growing a marketplace app is more challenging for a marketer than, you know, a more traditional B2B or B2C business. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, there's always a, the, the, the classic chicken and egg type of uh, um, a, a problem. And um, I feel like in, in both cases, we, um, we tackle both sides of the marketplace slightly differently. 
uh, and both sides don't necessarily require the same attention of marketing uh, that the other needs. So, um, for example, uh, um, at Deliveroo, it was mostly focusing at the beginning on um, the uh, the demand from a marketing point of view. The supply was done more operationally on the ground, like signing up restaurants and but um, less um, by driving, uh, driven by marketing, more driven by people and, and ops. Um, but that quickly uh, changed when the demand grew uh, through, you know, rapid expansion, multi-countries. And I think we went from like uh, two countries to two to 14 countries in the space of six months, literally my first six months in a, in a row. So it was, uh, it was pretty aggressive. And we needed more drivers, more delivery uh, people. So the marketing for the supply, um, it w- I should say as well, like Delivero is a three-party uh, marketplace. There's a restaurant, the drivers, and the consumers. So there's actually a three sides, three-sided marketplace. But the um, the delivery side of the the business uh, got um, helped by marketing further down the line when the demand was increasing we needed more driver quickly so it's it's a fluid thing depending on the needs of the business at a given time and it, it it's it's not a forever answer it really changes based on the supply and demand uh, in the case of uh, depop it was uh, always um more marketing was always more geared towards buyers um that was um kind of our, our angle even though we knew that a buyer can be a seller and vice versa like in those kind of marketplaces like i don't know you've got um, others like vinted Boschmark, like you know depending on the countries there's a few like big players um etsy you know they um they uh, they i'm sure they have all like different strategy before us it was mostly like uh driven by buyers from a marketing standpoint and and so now at at nude let's let's dive into that a little bit what what has growth yeah. looked like since you've started um at nude and then yeah. the, the part part b of that question is you know we can get into how you've actually done it but let's just start with what it actually has looked like um in mm-hmm. terms of metrics and then we can get into how you've built it. so i joined uh nude as a first as an advisor like slash like fractional marketer for a few months, it was uh, a lot to do with pro- uh, product market fit, uh, finding the right um, the right messaging and the right product to to put out to the market. And then what we uh, what we achieved in the last um, you know eighteen months uh, was um, to basically grow from zero to um, almost uh, four hundred thousand now uh, registered users into the app with probably one of the smallest budget in the fintech industry ever, because we're still small. Um, but we grew really, really rapidly from a, a user point of view. And then um, and then we, we did that basically based on three things. I think we changed um, what a fintech could look like uh, in terms of like branding, uh, tone of voice, like just the content that we are putting out to to our people, just the way we interact with people and engage with them. Um, the second thing was growth. I think we we had very 
innovative ideas to bring to the market to convert people into customers and for these people to bring more people with them or communicate to their network about um, them being on nude. And then the, four, the third thing was um, the way we used short form video on, um, on platforms like uh, TikTok and Instagram. I think that created an engine for us that worked really, really well um, and that allowed us to scale very rapidly. Um, and some of the things that we brought to the table came from my experience in other industries, which I, I, I brought uh, crossed over to, to fintech, which not necessarily uh, were like a, a common in, the, in that industry at the time. I definitely want to dive into those a little bit deeper, but you, you had mentioned first when you came on board that you helped with messaging and positioning. I'm just curious, really, at a high level, what mm. changed? Uh, what what was the messaging that Nude was using like as you joined, and what is it now? How did you make that change? Yeah, um, so I think the most, uh, the biggest change that we that we made um, was around the type of creative that um that we were using at the time to promote the the business so in still to this day um typical your typical fintech creative will be uh, i don't know like showcasing a card for example or like a debit card or something very short very product focused not very organic or very human uh, driven, like just very practical around trying to sell you a product or an interest rate or, um, yeah, a use case, uh, but in a very, um, like, you know, in a very engaging way. And I think um, we tried that at the beginning because even myself coming into fintech for the first time, uh, you tend to uh, look at what's out there and, and, and replicate. Um, so that means like your, the way we engage you, you engage with people ends up being, yeah, not very, uh, yeah, not very, not very good from a, a, a traffic point of view, especially when you don't have that much budget. Um, uh, you know, your cost of install can be very expensive, which might be fine for big players that have a ton of money to burn. And that still fits with their KPIs, but when you're very restricted, you have to be a, a quite quite inventive. So we we quickly changed all that and went into like um, a very like I think try, to simplify is like replicating what a DTC uh, ecom company would use as a creative, like very creator driven, influencer driven very practical as to like how does the product fit in someone's life um, as opposed to talking about a savings account or just the interest rate that is attached to it. Mm. And that drastically changed. First of all, it allowed us to test a lot more messaging very quickly uh, by using different creators and different hooks, different angles to like tackle the problem that we were trying to solve and how we're trying to solve it. And we've we very quickly found uh, um, a few winning formulas 
which meant that our traffic was really cheap, but also the conversions was uh, improved in terms of who were getting through the door and and uh, and and customers that we were getting off the back of, of back of that. So I I I still do um, believe that you know the best way to test a lot of messaging and 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 learn as fast as possible is still to use ads. Like you know, within like a couple of days, you can get a sense. Even 24 hours, you can get a sense as to like if something is working or not. And uh, I think we executed that very well. And um, yeah, that brought us to where we are. You, you mentioned a couple of times how budget was a little bit lower compared to uh, other mm. fintech. How do you feel like that you've used that to your advantage to have a low budget right now? Because I think there, there are tons of marketing teams right now that are having to deal with that reality where yeah. they may have had a bigger budget and now they don't, or they're just starting with a, a small budget and they have yeah. to still get the same results. What were the things that you did to kind of stay low on budget, but still kind of use that to your advantage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think well, the, 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 the most important thing was to get the creative right, because if you can get the re creative right, you'll get your you know, click-through rate will go up, um, your, your, your CPCs will go down. Um, and if you've got like a, a, a good onboarding flow in your app or an, a nice, let's just call it like a nice way to, to generate first party data. So collecting emails, for example, having someone creating a profile. If you're, if you, if you're paying 10 times um, less what your competitor pays, uh, they can have 10 times more budget. You'll be on par with them. Basically, that's how you fight uh, a, a lower budget is like, I'll, I'll how effective can your uh, traffic can be so you you can compete with uh, with people with like 10 20 times your budget and it's definitely doable uh because in most cases in most industry in most cases the bigger player don't have the same kpis as you and they can afford to uh, they don't they don't have to work uh, as hard as uh, as as you to uh, to get to the the best results so there's there's often a lot of uh, things to do to uh, to compete on that on that front the other things that we did was differentiate on the um, differentiate on the brand side of things. So I think we're the we're the only fintech, at least in the UK, maybe in more than the UK, that have they um, always had a newsletter uh, of the back of our brand that works as a. Um, I like the idea of uh, an an alternative account or an alternative brand alt brand for for any brand that kind of talks about what you do but doesn't really sell the product it's just there to add a layer to your content to um, what people will receive from you that is a softer touch but still works as collecting uh, first party data like human addresses uh, so it could be a newsletter could be a podcast i always really wanted to do a podcast we haven't got to that yet uh, because that requires a little bit more time and resources, but a newsletter is totally doable. Um, doesn't necessarily require more budget for you. It's writing, like it's like, do you have time to write? Um, we took the approach of having an interview-based uh, newsletter. So every week we get someone else that we ask a few questions about becoming an adult and getting your shit together, which is around the topic of uh, what we do, which is helping young people saving for their first home and, you know, achieving like, achieving like one of the biggest, uh, goal in people's life. 
Um, so yeah, that's another, that's another thing that we did, like, um, finding, finding ways to create like thickness in your brand and like, and a way to differentiate yourself that doesn't require more, um, yeah, more budget. Um, so you've got, you've got the newsletter, you've got, um, short form video you've mentioned in terms of organic growth, you know, with those yeah. things, what, what else is there that makes up your organic growth engine that you really care about? And what are, what are the different components or like, yeah. we do this amount of video or, you know, break that down for me. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good question. So, um, we, we very quickly partner with creators to, to achieve scale with our content very fast. The, the, the brief for me was, can we have a video coming out every day on TikTok for ever? Uh, we kind of stopped now. I'd say we're rebuilding that part of the engine, but for most of uh, the last 18 months, we had uh, a couple of creators um, that are often young, often, you know, it's their, you know, they're freelancers, they're not full-time employees. So you have a lot of flexibility with that. Um, and the brief was, you know, this is what we talk about. This is kind of like the, the universe of what we talk about. Your brief is to create 30 videos a month and we'll use those videos and then use like third party tools to distribute those videos across all the channels that you can imagine. Uh, YouTube shorts, uh, real Pinterest, uh, Twitter, whatever, like whatever we can connect it to, we'll just connect it to it. And what that meant is that, is that very quickly for a small company, we were everywhere. And even if we had a small team, we, it looked like we were like, you know, 10 times the size because of the amount of the sheer volume of uh, videos that were coming out from us every day. Uh, so that means that we uh, we grew on TikTok fairly quickly. I think we're still in our, in our field. We're still the only uh, fintech company uh, that even has a TikTok account. Uh, so, uh, I think we're still ahead of the curve with this, even though we, we slow down a little bit in the, in the, in the, in the volumes. But I think, um, I'm really for the volume, uh, kind of strategy and really try a lot of things without being too compromising on, um, whether or not we think it's going to work because I, I feel, I feel like in the last couple of years, Especially since, um, you know, TikTok became, uh, what it is today. I think, uh, I think you never know, <laughs> you know, what's going to pop basically. And, uh, it's good to, it's good to just try a bunch of different things. So we, we, we basically put a process in place. So we have a lot of content going, going out using creators. Um, and then the other side of, our growth engine was more, uh, around figuring out how can we activate our customer base to, um, engage with their direct network network. So we, uh, we thought about this in really in like little circles around like, uh, you know, like, uh, a, a, a dot being our customer, like what's, what's the next circle around them and try and expand that circle with more and more features. So we, for example, we've got a feature called uh, team up, which allows for someone and their partner, uh, could be a friend, could be a boyfriend, wife, a husband to use the tool uh, as a two player mode, basically. So then you start saving together the app changes. So you see your, 
partner's name within the app. Like it makes it very, a very pleasant, uh, experience. Um, so that created some, like, obviously some, some organic growth because uh, one customer can become two customers. Um, we did a bunch of work on like behavioral science as well. Like the way we visualize a goal is based on the time, not based on the money. Uh, so the more you save, the more you've got a countdown, uh, towards your goal, which is also like a very like, uh, novel approach to, uh, to tackling a goal. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch of features like that. So like team up, we've got like a, another feature called gift time. So again, to go to the, the next layer of network, which is your friends and your family. We, um, we allow, we were the first to allow people to contribute to that type of account in the UK, which is a specific type of account, uh, to use like through webhook and a web page to, um, and using open banking for your friends and family to contribute to your, to your, uh, deposit. And that meant that we could create a growth loop around that. So people contributing to your account can also then become customer themselves, um, and then the last thing we did was like more like a lottery giveaway giveaway thing within the app where uh, to 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 have more chance to uh, win a prize every month. Uh, we encourage you to share a link on you know your messaging app, so like WhatsApp, uh, iMessage, whatever you use, Telegram, uh, and all of that combined basically like adds uh, organic growth to everything else that I mentioned. So we've got the top of funnel kind of covered with um, uh, engaging short-form video, a cheap cost of traffic, a lot of customers coming into the app. And then when they enter the app, we've got like a bunch of features to to uh, continue that organic growth and, and those vir viral loop. Uh, viral is a big word, but uh, yeah, you know, some, some loops uh, within that. Um, and yeah, that, that forms the engine basically. I love it. Well, last question for you before I let you go. I'm just curious what your tech stack looks like, specifically just marketing tools. What are maybe the three tools that you use for marketing as a company oh, wow. that you love the most? <laughs> um, let me think about it. So the the first one, I think the 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 one that comes to mind first is um, that tool we use to distribute uh, videos across uh, channels. They might be the, not the only one, but uh, we use one called uh, Repurpose.io. Basically, text any of the videos that you put somewhere, text away the watermarks, and then you can connect any of your other accounts to it. Uh, and you can automate, like auto-scheduling, whatever comes from that one channel into all the other channels. That, that for a small team is a game changer, to be honest. Um, so I'll definitely recommend this one. Um, what other tool do I use? Like we we uh, we don't use that many. I use all the native like platforms, obviously, like uh, advertising platform platform that you you know of, like Ads Manager and TikTok platforms and everything. I uh, probably refresh Mixpanel twenty million times uh, every day because I'm obsessed with the numbers. Um, that's part of our, our stack, you know, just like tracking events within um, within our business conversion rates, etc. And yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, just those two and then the native platforms. That's, um, that's probably my top, uh, my top three. 